Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Cast Park Podcast. Sharks from the South Park Outcast Shark Shark from the South Park Cast Sharks from the South Park Cast Podcast Shark Pod Sharks Park Park Podcast Sharks from the South the Park Podcast Podcast Shark of the Podcast Shark Podcast Shark Pod South Park Podcast Shark South Park and South Park Podcast Shark Fun Podcast Fun Podcast Shark Shark Fun The South Park Podcast Shark Fun Shark Fun South Park Podcast Shark Fun the podcast shark podcast shark from from shark from podcast shark from the south park podcast shark from podcast Sharks from the South Park Podcast, South Park Podcast. Sharks from the South Park Podcast, Park Podcast, Park Park. Sharks from the Podcast, Podcast, Shark Park. Podcast, Shark Park, South Park Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm your host, Bill. Hope you guys are enjoying your Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, this week, going to talk about, well, it's an episode I'm going to be perfectly honest with everyone. When I started this show with Fro two plus years ago, this was one of the episodes that 
I was personally looking forward to reviewing. Because I remember this episode being really good. And it touches on something that when I, you know, when this movie came out was such a big deal. Um, and the movie I'm talking about is The Passion of the Christ, and I'm going to be talking about this week, The Passion of the Jew. So, the previous two episodes had mentioned briefly that Kyle, or not Kyle, but uh, Cartman had gone to see The Passion. And that, you know, Kyle hasn't. So, this week, I'm finally get into this episode. Um, I'm going to be completely honest right off the bat, because I want to talk about the movie. No, I did not go see this movie. Did not want to, did not have any care for. Because, to me, and this is just my thinking, I'm not a... I, I am Christian. I, I was raised, you know, Christian. I thought this really exploited Jesus, you know, the, in, in the way that he died. I thought it really exploited it. And I got to see some parts of the film many, many years later. And what I saw from parts of it, I really didn't like. It was more of, you know, a little bit too much of stuff, you know, especially the torturing scenes, really, than anything else. So, that that's how I feel about this movie. I, I feel that it's... Mel Gibson doing a movie about the last days of Jesus Christ and going a bit overboard. Maybe a bit is not the right word. How about really goes overboard? Um, so that's where I stand on the movie. So now that I got that out of the way, now that I've talked about it, and I will bring up the movie again later on, Let's talk about this week's episode. It is The Passion of the Jew. This episode originally aired on March 31st, 2004, the day before April Fool's Day, was written and directed by Trey Parker. And we start the episode in a minivan. A little weird. But there's a reason. Because they are all playing Star Trek. And Cartman's mom just got a brand new minivan. And Cartman is the leader of the Star Trek crew. So he's Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. Uh, and Kyle is a Vulcan. So he's probably Mr. Spock. Um, but Cartman calls him Jew. And then later calls him Vulcan Jew. So they, after playing, you know, playing uh, passion or playing Star Trek, uh, Carmen and Kyle get into an argument, and you know, Carmen brings up, "You've never seen the Passion." I went to see that movie, and Stan is like, 
I'm out of this one. I'm not getting involved in this. So, after having a discussion, Kyle decides that he is going to go see this movie. Now, he goes to the box office, and I want you to remember back to the movie, to the South Park movie, where they try to see Terrence and Philip the movie. And the teenage-sounding uh, person in the box office is like, No! It's an R-rated movie. You can't... You're not allowed to see this movie. So, Kyle, after having second thoughts, he goes to buy the ticket. And the gentleman is like, Well, this is an R-rated movie. However, since it has spiritual meanings, I'll let you go and you get a ticket into your movie. So, Kyle goes in. He gets a seat. He watches the movie. And Kyle is just terrified of what he is seeing. And basically, all that you know that, that we're hearing is the torture scenes where Jesus is getting whipped and he's getting beat up and probably getting crucified. And Kyle is just, you know, his stomach is turning inside and out. And at one point, he just he throws up. He throws up. So after he sees the movie, he, you know, he walks. And he goes to Cartman's house. So he knocks on Cartman's door. And Kyle's like, you were right. The whole time, you were right about everything. So it's raining outside. And Cartman's like, uh, could you say that again? The, the first part? So Cartman is just loving every minute of it. Meanwhile... Kyle or Stan and Kenny, they're reading about how much this movie has made at the box office. I think at this point it's like three or four hundred million dollars. So they're like, okay, we should probably go see this movie, see what this is all about. So Stan and Kyle, or Stan and Kenny, pardon me, they go to see the movie. They watch through the whole movie, and Stan just sits there. And he just looks at it and he's like, this movie sucks. So we go, so we come out and here's like a couple couple, you know, there are some couples and they're like, oh, that movie really inspired me to be a better Christian. Oh, this movie made me understand more about what Jesus Christ did in dying for our sins. Stan and Kyle, or Kenny are like, can we have a refund? We didn't like the movie. So the guy explains that he can't give them a refund because they sat through the whole movie. And the only way that they can go get the refund is they got to talk to the producer. And the producer happens to be Mel Gibson. So that night we see Carmen. He's praying and he's thanking what well, at first we believe is God for all the wonderful things he's done and it ends up being Mel Gibson it's a poster of Mel Gibson and Carmen's going to do Mel Gibson's work you know so now we get Kyle and Kyle's trying to sleep and he has this terrible nightmare and he's living through the passion of the Christ the movie and it's really good animation I really like the animation in this movie um where 
you know, we get to see the whipping and we get to see Jesus get crucified and we see some of the Jews laughing and we even see Kyle laughing and he even pokes a spear into the chest of Jesus and Kyle wakes up and he just has this terrible nightmare. Well, Stan and Kenny, meanwhile, they decide to pack their bags and they're going to go to Mel Gibson's house and they're going to get their money back. And, you know, and Stan's like, this isn't about, you know, Jesus. It's about what's right and what's wrong. And basically it's, you know, hey, we didn't like this movie. We want our refund back. And at the same time, he makes fun of, you know, Another famous, well, not famous, but another movie where he's like, yeah, I want to get my money back, just like I did with that movie Basketball. Now, I do want to mention that Stan and, well, Stan calls what we what we find out is the Mel Gibson fan club. And the president of the fan club happens to be Cartman. And we get this really good scene where they're talking over the phone and neither one realizes who the other is on the line and you know and they just have this argument and it's really good and they get into swearing and it's just real funny and then Stan at the end realizes that Cartman is the head of the Mel Gibson fan club and he just hangs up the phone and he starts tiptoeing away it's really funny it's really good so now we go to the next day and we see Cartman is getting dressed up because he's going to have the first meeting of the Mel Gibson fan club. Well, he's wearing a brown outfit and his hair is a little round and you know, it looks familiar. So he goes out and he has this meeting of the Mel Gibson fan club and how the passion has, you know help these people rediscover their faith in Christianity. And Carmen says that they should do a cleansing. To which the members are like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Not knowing what Carmen is thinking of. Meanwhile, Stan and Kenny, they reach Malibu and they reach the home of Mel Gibson. And we see Mel Gibson. And Mel Gibson is... Well, he's designed like Saddam Hussein was all those years earlier, where you get like a cutout picture of Mel Gibson and the rest is a body. And this is so good, because Stan and Kenny, all they want is their eight. They just want their money back. They just want the money. And Mel Gibson is like, oh, so you're going to torture me, huh? Do your worst. So Mel Gibson is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I'll just say it like that. So, they are just completely confused as to what is going on here and what they have gotten themselves into. Kyle goes to talk to Father Maxie and he does the whole, well, I have this friend who saw Passion of the Christ. And he slips up a, a, a little bit saying, you know, I was, or my friend was. And it's just, you know, it's this whole thing of I feel really bad about what happened with Jesus and he's hiding that he's Jewish but still he just feels really bad about it so he thinks he has an idea of what to do meanwhile C 
Cartman has gathered the group up and they have another meeting this time in front of the movie theater and this is where it gets really interesting because Cartman starts to speak you know not or German Nazi and the people think oh is that Armaic oh yeah that must be because basically Cartman wants to get rid of the Jews that's all he wants to do Meanwhile, Stan and Kenny do get their money back. They get, well, they they want to get eighteen dollars back, but they go into Mel's uh, wallet. They pull out a twenty, and <laughs> Kenny has two one dollar bills, so he leaves them. Um, you know, it, it proves, you know, or has two dollars, gives him the change. And every time they try to get out, Mel Gibson is in a different costume, and it's so great. It's, you know, it's a mix of Looney Tunes and Tex Avery cartoons, the way that Mel Gibson is being portrayed in this episode. And it's just done really well. So they eventually get out, and then Mel Gibson puts on the war paint from Braveheart, the Care Bear movie. Um, <laughs> okay, I just want to say that joke real quick. When that movie came out, Braveheart, my dad, well, I was like 10 when that movie came out. My dad and I, we made a joke that it was about Braveheart, you know, the Care Bear cousin from the Care Bears, the lion. So we joked like, oh, it's Braveheart, the Care Bear movie. <laughs> so that that's where that little joke comes from. But So now we have Mel Gibson in Braveheart makeup ready to go get his money back. So now Stan and Kenny are on a bus. They have their money. And damned if you wouldn't know, here's Mel Gibson on one of the trucks from the Mad Max movies chasing after him. So Stan asks the bus driver to pull over. He's like, why? Oh, Mel Gibson is chasing us. Oh, that's real funny, kid. Oh, God, it is Mel Gibson. Why is he after you? Well, we wanted our money back from the passion. And he's like, you didn't like the passion? No, it, we didn't like it. Because Stan declared it as a snuff film earlier in this episode um so they're getting chased meanwhile at the synagogue kyle comes up and he has a speech that he has prepared for the entire synagogue and basically he suggests that the jews should apologize for crucifying Jesus. And this gets the whole synagogue up in arms. And it's like, well, why would you want us to do something like that? And it's like, well, because I went to see The Passion. And then you hear one person going, oh, The Passion. So, and then there's this part where it's like stereotypical Jews and all that. And it's really good. So then you hear uh, feet marching. And it's Cartman and his group. And like I said, you know, Cartman's doing this German Nazi phrase, which the people think is Aramaic. So they go, you know, they're marching down, and it's about to get real bad. It is about to get real bad. So eventually we get the meetup 
at the movie theater. And Kyle's like, no, no, I don't want you to do this. This is what happened to Jesus. Please, I don't want another fight. So the Jewish community asks that they stop showing the passion. They ask to stop showing the passion. And they're like, no, it's inspired so many people. Well, then all of a sudden, here comes this bus. And it drops Stan and Kenny off. And here comes this other truck. And it drives right into the movie theater. And here's Mel Gibson in his underwear. And Mel Gibson is just insane. So Carmen sees him and he's like, Oh, Mel Gibson, mein Führer, mein Savior. So then Mel Gibson starts to act crazy. And after seeing this, Kyle's like, Really? This is the guy that I've been afraid of this whole time? Because Mel Gibson is just, like, he wants to be tortured. He's smearing poop all over the buildings. And basically, Stan gives this quote, and I want to read this quote. If you want to be Christian, that's cool. But you should follow what Jesus taught instead of how he got killed. Focusing on how he got killed is what people did in the Dark Ages, and it ends up with really bad results. And he's right. He's absolutely right. And the people of the Mel Gibson fan club, they agree with him with that speech too, and they walk away, and Carmen's like, Oh, no, come back. We're so close. We're so close. And then Kyle is better about being a Jew, and Mel Gibson poops on Cartman, and that's the end of The Passion of the Jew. Okay. This episode is really good. This is a really good episode, and it really hits on a topic. And it's hard to believe that a movie, a movie, could be an entire episode. But they did such a good job with it. Because this was one of the most hyped movies I could ever remember in my lifetime. And there, there are so many biblical movies. There really are. There are so many biblical movies that have been done since the beginning of cinema. Since the beginning of film. And The Passion, while it is probably one of the most hyped movies of all time is also one of the most controversial movies, I think, of all time. Because of what the movie is. What happens in the movie. And Trey and Matt do a really good job of doing this episode in a way of, hey, here's the passion. There are people that really like this movie. But at the same time, we shouldn't be, you know, reaching out the Christian, or not reaching out the Christianity, but becoming Christian again because one guy died. It should be about what he taught. And if we live by that instead of how he died, then the world could be a better place. And I think Trey and Matt did a really good job on that. This is such a really good episode. It really is. I have to give this a high score. I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. It is such a very, very good episode. It It's a very good episode. And I think, for me, why I would give this such a high grade uh, 
is because I lived through that. A lot of you know, a lot of you people listening to this episode lived through that hype and that movie of you know what you know what what the movie was about and how hyping you know how not hyping but how hyped that movie was and all of that that's why i give it a high score so where did the idea of this episode come from man and trey knew that the passion of the christ was coming out and went round and round trying to figure out how to handle it they finally settled on the idea that gibson who includes graphic torture scenes in a disturbing number of his movies was some sort of sadomasochist. Um, there are actually some reviews I want to bring up real quick, and then I'm going to jump into The Passion. Virginia Heffernan of the New York Times praised this episode, writing, Depending on whom you asked, that episode, The Passion of the Jew, proved that the show's still got it, or that it's made a comeback, or that it's better than ever. In any case, it was good. This, movie, or this episode was also praised by the Anti-Defamation League and the Jewish newspaper, the Jewish Daily Forward, which called it perhaps the most biting critique of the passion to date. That's some high praise right there. So about this movie. A uh, movie was released on February 25th, 2004. Uh, the budget for the movie was $30 million. It made six hundred eleven million dollars at the box office it is the highest grossing r-rated movie of all time and it's probably going to be that way for a long long time it just is going to be that way uh now surprisingly when the academy awards came up this movie only got three nominations. Best Cinematography, Best Makeup, Best Original Score. Did not win any awards. Did not win any Academy Awards in that in at the Academy. Uh, it did win some other, or it did win some awards. Yeah, it did win awards, pardon me. Um... The National Board of Review gave it the Freedom of Expression Award. People's Choice Award uh, named it its favorite motion picture drama. Mel Gibson won the Satellite Award for Best Director. The Movie Phone Movie Goer Award named it the Best Picture. Is Movie Phone still a thing? Um, no, it got bought. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. The Ethnic Multi Multicultural Media Academy Award uh, named... Maya Morgenstern, the best film actress. Who did she play in that one? She played uh, Mary, the mother of Jesus. Uh, the Motion Picture Sound Editors, the Golden Reel Awards, uh, gave it best sound editing in a feature film for music. The Golden Knight Film Festival uh, won, won an award there. Um, the Catholics and Media Associates gave it the film award, obviously, because it's... Catholics. Uh, Hollywood Film Festival named Mel Gibson the Hollywood Producer of the Year, among many other awards. Um, now, one thing is because there were some parts that were very, very violent, uh, Mel Gibson released a second version of this movie and edited out some of the real violent stuff. 
Now, Roger Ebert gave, in his review, gave this movie a 4 out of 4 star rating, saying in his review, the movie is 126 minutes long, and I would guess that at least 100 of those minutes, maybe more, are concerned specifically and graphically with the details of the torture and death of Jesus. This is the most violent film I have ever seen. Ebert also stated that the R-rated film should have instead been rated NC-17 in a movie answer man response, adding that no level-minded parent could ever allow children to see it. Uh, film historian Michael Gorno of an April 2008 cover story for American Atheists, okay, that's, is that a magazine or a website, uh, stated much the same, labeling the work a mainstream snuff film. Uh, A.O. Scott of the New York Times said the Passion of the Christ is so relentlessly focused on the savagery of Jesus' final hours that this film seems to arise less from love than from wrath and to succeed more in assaulting the spirit than in uplifting it. David Edelstein, Slate's film critic, dubbed the film a two-hour and six-minute snuff film, The Jesus Chainsaw Massacre, that thinks it's an act of faith and further criticized for focusing on the brutality of Jesus' ex execution instead of his religious teachings. During an interview with Diane Sawyer, Mel Gibson said, I wanted it to be shocking, and I wanted it to be extreme, so that they see the enormity, the enormity of that sacrifice, to see that someone could endure that and still come back with love and forgiveness, even through extreme pain and suffering and ridicule. The actual crucifixion was more violent than what was shown on the film, but I thought no one would get anything out of it. Yeah, there was uh, stories that when they were making the film, uh, Jim Caviezel, who was Jesus in the movie, what got electrocuted. So, I don't know. I don't know if you want to mess with God. Uh, it was announced in June 2016 that Mel Gibson is working on a sequel to The Passion of the Christ, for, uh, focusing on the resurrection of Jesus. The screenwriter is Randall Wallace, who wrote the screenplay to Braveheart. Gibson has expressed an interest in directing the film. He also said that the film will come out in a few years since it is a big project. In November of 2016, Gibson confirmed that the title of the sequel would be The Resurrection of the Christ and implied that part of the movie would be taking place in hell, stating that the film would explore what happened in the three-day period between the death of Jesus and his return. He also revealed that the film would probably be about three years away because of its massive undertaking. In January 2018, Jim Caviezel confirmed that he will reprise his role as Jesus in the sequel. <sighs> Boy. You know, and real quick, before I get into IMDb, if, if you read the news, uh, in the Philippines, every year about Easter time, on Good Friday, uh, they do this tradition where they have people crucified. And there are people that are volunteers, uh, there are some that are like prisoners, and they do it for like a little bit, and then they take them down. It's, you know, it's just really all, it, it's, it's a little bit too much, I think. But uh, would I go see the resurrection of the Christ? Probably not. All right, let's take a look at what IMDb thought of this episode. Of 2,124 registered members, 
the average rating for this episode is an 8.7 out of 10. 727 people gave this episode a 10 out of 10. 557 people gave this a 9. That's going to be the rating that I give it. 455 people gave this an 8. And 66 people gave this episode a 1. To break it down into demographics, 1,500 plus males uh, gave a rating on this. The average rating is an 8.7 for the males. And 143 females voted, and their average rating is a 7.5 out of 10. So, the males liking it more than the females. All right, let's get into some user reviews, and we have a bunch of them. We have five of them this week. And I'm going to start with the earliest one, actually. Uh, this is from Movie Addict 2016, who wrote, Having picked up plenty of controversy in 2004 for airing this episode as the third part of Season 8, many people, in light of the recent Trapped in the Closet incident, totally forget how outraged people were at this. Mel Gibson is presented as a sadomasochist who is as stupid as he is depraved. Carmen becomes the next Hitler, marching Christians through the street while chanting Nazi phrases, and Christians are made to look like complete idiots. A lot of harsh material for a television show, but they got away with it. In my opinion, it's one of the funniest episodes ever, and worth watching alone for the Mel Gibson appearance towards the end. That's just classic South Park. Of course, Trey and Matt, as always, are good sports and take time to poke fun at themselves, too. Stan mentions how the last time they asked for a refund at a theater was when they went to see Basketball in 1998. If you're a Christian, a Passion fan, or a Mel Gibson diehard, you'll probably be offended by this. But if you can open up a bit and take it as a joke, you may find yourself laughing a whole lot more than you'd expect. That is the truth right there. Uh, next review is from Gangsta Hippie. Gangsta Hippie wrote, Passion of the Jew came in a DVD box set along with two other episodes. This is a pretty good episode and pokes fun at Mel Gibson and his film, The Passion of the Christ. Cartman tells Kyle to see The Passion to show how horrible Jews are. Kyle, go Kyle does and gets angered at the Jews. If Jesus really was not the Son of God, he was still a nice guy and did not deserve to be killed, as quoted by Kyle. Carmen also starts a passion fan club, which is actually a Nazi march, but the stupid townspeople do not know that. Meanwhile, Stan and Kenny view the film but hate it and demand their money back. They travel all the way to Mel Gibson's home to get $18 back from him. They take it, but Mel, who was a bit of a nut, chases them all the way to South Park. The episode is true to life. You'll either love that film, hate it, or think about it. I think this is a fairly good South Park episode. Next review is from Fremantle UK, who wrote, This is a classic South Park episode, getting my feelings about the Passion of the Christ and Mel Gibson absolutely right. The episode has three plots. First is Cartman, who has seen the Passion 34 times and uses the film as a rallying point to get the townspeople together. Second is Kyle, who sees the Passion and suffers guilt for being a Jew because of what happened to Jesus. And finally, Stan and Kyle, who think the Passion is just a snuff film and demand that they get their $18 back from Mel Gibson. 
I personally think that The Passion of the Christ is one of the worst films ever made. At best, pretentious art house bullshit. But really, just anti-Semitic, Gorno with ambitions to be pretentious art house bullshit. That's his writing, not mine. Stan's view is most accurate of the film. It also gets my views about The Passion being anti-Semitic right and Cartman using the film as a Nazi rallying point. The Passion of the Jew combines the best elements of South Park. There is an intelligent humor which South Park gained in later episodes. There is parody, especially of Mel Gibson and his films, and of Cartman who worships Gibson. Go on his message board and you will find a lot of people like that. I love the fact that Gibson is made out to be completely bonkers and this was later known in the Kyle Sucks Cartman's Balls trilogy. There is also a good bit of self-referencing to basketball. It also gets the atmosphere about the passion right, with people thinking this is a bold religious masterpiece and people following it blindly. I personally thought it was awful and can't believe I spent money on the DVD. Now I tell everyone to avoid it. South Park improved as a program as I got older, maturing like a fine wine and gaining intelligence. This episode is a great example of it and a high point of season 8. Next review is from KU Alone 26 who wrote, the boys see Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ and react thusly. Stan and, Stan and Kenny dislike it, seeing it as little more than a big-budget snuff film. Kyle sees it last and is horrified by, read by it, reading the Jewish arch stereotypes into the movie and deciding that he needs to bring this to light amongst his fellow Jews, and Eric Carmen actually saw it before the other three 37 times. Loved it and is moved to lead a movement to deal with the Jews that look scarily familiar. That, the ensuing clash between the local Jews and Cartman's Reichstag-type mob and Stan and Kyle's confrontation of Mel Gibson to get their $18 back, of course, is basically this show in a nutshell. Another poster that said this show being so spot-on was, and I'm paraphrasing here, not going to appeal to Gibson fans, the religious right, or people who loved passion. Well, I lost enchantment with Mr. Gibson a while ago, and I'm not much of a religious conservative, but I thought that The Passion of the Christ was actually a very well-made movie, albeit uber-bloody and not for all audiences, that I'm pretty sure, though I have a few doubts, was made with no real intention of anti-Semitism, yet I still enjoyed this episode quite a bit probably due to the fact that, among other reasons, non-voting Republicans, Matt and Trey, are able to break with their usual sense of putting the hard skepticism on only liberal stars' sacred cows for this episode, skewering this movie that was the pet of religious conservatives and, by that measure, people like Fox News. At the risk of sounding like I'm parroting, this show is one of the truly best episodes of the last seven or so seasons. Right up there with Tom Cruise in the Closet, the horror-off, the Jennifer Lopez episode, the name escapes me, and, so I'm told, I haven't seen this one yet, Imagination Land. It's rerunning somewhere, and it's worth seeing, first time, or again. Final review is from Carolina Wrestler, who wrote, The Passion of the Jew really depicts the anti-Semitic and ignorant views that many Christians take in their depiction of the crucifixion of Jesus. The entire population in South Park becomes obsessed on this movie as it goes to theater, and as the movie goes on, there are numerous depictions of Jewish people yelling at Jesus, excuse me, 
and ordering his crucifixion to the point that everyone who watches it believes they must hate Jews to be a better Christian for all of the pain Jesus went through. Unfortunately, Kyle is caught in the middle of this and becomes the target of Carmen and most of South Park's population because of the anti-Semitic propaganda in the movie. Like many shows, Kyle is the underdog who everyone is ganging up on and becomes one of the most hated people in South Park since he's Jewish. Meanwhile, Eric Carmen watches the movie and becomes a huge fan. He is fat, ignorant, lazy, and uninformed about anything, and he rounds a group of people who mistakenly believe they are going to a Christian support group into becoming Nazis. He is chanting Nazi terms, making numerous references to the Holocaust, and these stupid people follow him around without knowing what he is talking about doing. This overall depicts the bigotry many Jewish people go through and the way many people are too ignorant and stupid to know what's going on about some issues. Because this episode is more intense and factual, it is one of the better South Park episodes. And I gotta say, what I really liked about all these reviews are two things. One, the townspeople are stupid. <laughs> they just really are stupid people. Uh, the other thing is... Yeah, there is some anti-Semitism in it, and it's not really cool. It's not really cool. Alright, that's going to do it for this episode, so let's get into the plugs. You can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97. You can join the Facebook group. It is SharksPond, a South Park podcast. Type that in the search bar. You are right there. And if you can't find it, it's okay. Click on the link in the description box, and you are right there. And don't forget to visit the Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Bill's World of Podcasts. Next week's episode is a complete 180 from this week because we're off to a dance battle. Yep. Next week's episode, you got effed in the A. That's next week here on Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And until next time, I'm Bill and I'll talk to you all later.